What up? Welcome back to another episode of Talk Matters. I am Matthew with Andy. This is episode 31. We're going to be talking about some sports today. Before we get started, though, I wanted to mention that I have not released our episode 30. Been really busy. So it's going to be kind of awkward when you hear it on Monday night, us talking about Super Bowl predictions when it's been way past Super Bowl. Yeah. So sorry about that. And, uh, I think, though, our predictions were spot on as far as who was going to win. I was way off on the score, though. Way off on the score. Can, can we mention how boring? Oh, my dude. I, I think out of all the years I've been on this planet watching the Super Bowl, that was probably the most yeah. boring Super that was, Bowl I've ever It was seen. terrible. And it was it sucked, too, because I was at work, and, and I got stuck in the office that day. And I was like, I was like, I was like you know what, though? It's all right. I can watch the Super Bowl. It's going to be slow. And it was not slow. Um, it was a really busy night. It wasn't real busy, but usually it's like no one comes in during that Super Bowl or right before, you know. And I had a guy, I'm not even joking you, come in the exact second that it started. Like, on the exact <laughs> se- I was like, and I, because I told the dude on the phone, I said, listen, because he, long story short, I this guy wanted me to, like, do this report for him I had, for something I had to do, like, and uh, I talked to him about it previously. But I told him I was like, "Hey, man!" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "You know, you might want to beat the beat the traffic and and stuff, and maybe come like right before it because that's when the least amount of people and stuff." Yeah. And uh, basically, I was trying to tell him, "Don't come in because I want to watch the Super Bowl." <laughs> uh, but, in like the uh, most nicest way possible. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, he's like, "Oh, okay," you know. But of course, he comes on the exact second that it slowly <laughs> started, right as they're starting the national anthem. I was like, "You gotta be kidding!" But uh, dude, that how boring for real. All right, I'll t- I will say this though that it was a really good defensive game. And I no one I, wants to watch defensive Super Bowl. I though. know. I, I, I understand scoring. that it was a it was, but I will, I will say they, I will say this, <clears throat> that was a good defensive game. Although it was boring, it was fun for me at least as a Tom Brady fan to watch him actually have to really work. He did. He had like no time in the pocket because no. that defensive line it's was sick. just going at him. Yeah, that, so like that was cool one. to watch it. Like it, I was getting frustrated because usually he has all the time in the world and he just throws these bombs. They had the best D line. He, they the the Patriots need to get more options for the wide receivers. Well, Julian Edelman can't be the only person who's catching all this stuff. And I, I will, love Julian Edelman though. He he's he's awesome and he's he's a tough dude. Um, I will disagree. I forget who they said it. They said he's like a Hall of Fame type receiver. I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, who was um, it? I forget. It was some 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 Hall of Fame. It wasn't. Uh, I don't know if it was Jerry Rice the, or something. Oh, oh, I, I, so, someone. I, or, thought, I thought you were saying like future Hall of Fame. Yeah, future Hall of Famer. Like someone was like saying playing right now. Yeah, someone one That's of a Patriots wide receiver. Correct. No, no, no. It was it, one of one I, one Hall of Famer who's in the Hall of Fame right now, said that, yeah, he's a, he's a future Hall of Fame receiver. Like, just how good he is and, like, his numbers. It's not Hogan. No, they're talking about Julian Edelman. Oh, oh, I didn't know what you were saying. No, oh, no, no. Yeah, it was like Jerry Rice oh, or course. someone was trying to There's say. There's no way. He can't be. I don't Really? I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, he's wow, good. So, I, I want to hear. I want to hear. He just, he doesn't put up, Gronk puts up better numbers than him, and he's a t- and he plays tight end. I mean, historic. I mean, maybe except for this year, because Gronk, Gronk, I mean, he's, he's, Gronk's on the lot, decline, but... and he's not hurt. He's hurt, but um, I get uncomfortable I watching Gronk run. I do too. I feel like slow, he's like he's, just like he's using slow, and he's just like to go. he's like Bambi trying to run. Like I feel like his legs get taken out. He's just done. There's like 
a wounded deer just running. Yeah, pretty you know, much. Like, fuck. But uh, all right. I don't know. Fine, but Julian Edelman. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. All right, but I think he's one of the most right now. I'm probably gonna be wrong about this, but in my opinion, I think he's probably one of the most clutch wide receivers that the Patriots need. Yeah, true. And I think like he's and he's short. He's yeah, he fast. is. He's a smaller guy, but he's he's fast. And I mean, he's he's a tough guy. But yeah, I don't know. I I I want to see what he's what he actually do without Gronk on the field, like. All, like if Gronk retires, like I, that's what I want to see. Because Tom Brady's always had a big receiver to throw to. He had Randy Moss and he had Gronk. So, to yeah, me, and that's that's what I'm saying. Julian Edelman can't be the only one. Everyone else he was throwing to was like little. I mean, that was their they were doing a short game the whole yeah, time. But like, yeah, and that's kind of, of Belichick's the, offense. Yeah, and I can't remember the one dude's name, but he kept dropping everything. <laughs> and then, oh, was it Cooks when he? No, when we don't had have Cooks. we don't have Cooks. Well, they did remember. Yeah, I know, but like during the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh, I can't can't remember his last name for the life of me, but Hogan's there when he's there. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. It can't. All I'm saying is it can't be Julian Edelman every time. He needs more options. Agreed. I think that the Patriots need to get. They seriously though, they really need to get like another receiver, like a big receiver, a young guy, maybe some maybe with some more height. But yeah. But yeah. So, the Super Bowl is boring. Yeah, and that halftime was probably the oh, dumbest the halftime. <laughs> it was horrible. And then uh, that dude from Maroon 5 was Oh, like, I keep saying all the memes about that. <laughs> Those are really funny. But when I was sitting there watching, I was thinking, this guy is literally throwing himself in every single other performer's shot. Like, he's going. Like, I don't think he had anything to do with the other people performing yeah but he just like got up there to stand next to them and i was like dude what are you doing people know who you are you don't need to keep popping in and out of these shots dude i i can't stand maroon five but that's just me yeah and that travis scott performance was whack dude that was terrible <laughs> number one he and, just, it just I, was, I also oh, huh go it was ahead bad i'm sorry go ahead i was saying i also want to know where they got big boy from i know he was from outcast but like I don't think anyone's heard of him in years. I didn't know who it was. Really? Yeah. It was the dude from Outcast, but I, at first I'm like, the only guy I know from Outcast is uh, Andre, Andre 3000. 3000. That's it. Well, when I realized oh, he was going to be performing, who? And Fergie. Was it Fergie? No, in that was that was um, that wasn't Outcast. That was uh, Black Eyed Peas. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Same tomato, tomato, whatever. <laughs> is it really? Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Outcast was just Andre 3000 and Big Boy. Oh, I didn't know that. Whatever. Anyways, he, he was in that too, though. What? Wasn't Andre 3000 and Black Eyed Peas? No. <laughs> no, hmm. I, that's Will I Am. Oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> They're singing this styles very similar. So but um. Anyways, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't. Why did they choose him? That was my question. I don't know. Well, and I kept seeing people are like, remember the part they were talking about how they wanted like the SpongeBob whatever to do the halftime show. Why didn't they just do a whole SpongeBob? They should have. I think it would have been better. (laughs) It's funny. I saw this meme. It's like Adam Levine when he realizes everyone's bored, (laughs) and it's just like a gif of like someone like starting to strip off their clothes. (laughs) (laughs) So. So because he realized, like, oh, I gotta do something, he just takes off his shirt. Oh, dude, that that was 
that was bad. That dude, that dude had looked like he had prison tattoos too. I bet you Janet Jackson was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I would have rather take seen her. <laughs> I will say though, I forget what year it was, but like, uh what's what's that? What's the one singer's name that was on there? Um, I think he's like he's like Hispanic. I think I can't think of his name. He 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 played on there a few years ago with uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. What's that dude's name? It wasn't Pitbull, was it? No, no, no. Maybe he's African American. I thought he might have been like Hispanic, but um, he uh. I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, he he was good, and I don't really care for him. I can't think of what his name is. It's like right, it's like right there. I'm looking at the Super Bowl halftime. Um. He sings the ones. Oh, Bruno Mars. Yeah. I don't care for Bruno Mars at all, but his halftime show when he was Red Hot Chili Peppers, that was probably like one of the best ones I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I don't even care for him. I just thought his performance <laughs> was really good. Those commercials were also really boring. Yeah. There was I, a few I thought that were funny, but before that. I heard they, people were saying that this was the worst year that they've ever had for Super Bowl commercials. I believe it. I remember the one year they were like every commercial, dude, we were <clears> laughing hard. I can't, but it was when I was a lot younger. We were just mm-hmm. laughing; they were all funny. But it's like you have all year. You have all year to think of this. You have all this money, and then you're not even gonna make it funny. Like, come on now. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm sitting there going, "You paid some odd, some odd million dollars for f- how many seconds of an ad, and this was what you came up with." Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, but now we're now we're actually now we're up and come now we're basically getting ready for. You know, the freaking NFL draft in like a month and a half, two months. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't pay attention to any of that. Like, I haven't I even. Was like I haven't even. Doing really well looked. in college football, who's going to be the next upcoming best thing? I think the, last year's draft, I think, was really like there's a lot of good dudes this year. I don't know too many of the guys. I haven't really paid attention. The Browns had the first pick. I probably care, but I kind of did last year. But yeah. Speaking of the Browns, yeah. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, dude, Not I was sure about this move. Yeah, I you know, I was um I was actually really shocked. Um well, I would well, let me put it this way. I was shocked, but I wasn't because the GM for the Browns is the same guy that actually drafted Kareem Hunt in Kansas City. Oh. So, on that standpoint, I was not surprised, but I was surprised because of his history, which we're about to get into obviously. Mhm off the field and the fact that the Browns already have like a young talent Nick Chubb at running back. So I just, I was like, I mean, yeah, I get why, but Nick Chubb is going to be really good. So yeah. I don't understand. That was my confusion. I mean, I, I didn't really watch the Browns um, as I usually don't, but I remember hearing a lot about this Nick Chubb, Chubb kid. So I was wondering like why, I mean, if it's, the, I mean, it's best to have two really good running backs. The guy, if like, the guy wouldn't, if Nick Chubb wouldn't have gotten like severely injured, in college, like when he was like a freshman, he had like a really, really, really bad knee like injury. Like they weren't even sure if he was even gonna be able to play football again. But he could. He came back and he tore it up, and he's been healthy since. But and he dropped to the second round. But that dude would have stayed healthy. He probably have been like a top ten, top fifteen pick in the first round. And the Browns got a steal on him. So, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I mean, I just I get it. Kareem Hunt's really good. He's a he's a he's an all pro. He's a Pro Bowler. But right. I think. It's, he has major questions with his character and his character issues. I, I don't understand. I, I All right. I'm going to preface this by saying this. I in no way, shape, or form condone violence. Me, I just yeah, don't. Agreed. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. 
I don't either. I don't understand why people are giving people like that a second chance. Well, like why, I would, why are you giving here, someone who is, first of all, being violent, second of all, being violent towards a female? I don't understand why we're still giving, and, and why not, we're and giving a chance. The like, thing is, too, people people keep calling this a second chance. This isn't a second chance. This is like his that was like his third time okay. in like six months or a year or whatever that he had done something violent towards somebody. Mm-hmm. And excuse me, I think one of I think the other two I think were towards males, but that's I mean obviously that that's still very bad. Yeah, still absolutely, but. This is basically the third one that they're basically compiling evidence against him for three in- three separate incidences of him acting out and and assaulting people. And, and so, like, so my question is, all right. So I understand the Brady thing with like the deflation and people think you know that happened. He gets suspended yeah. four games, whatever. Right. Josh Cribbs or not Josh Cribbs. Um, what's his name? Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon can't keep himself clean off marijuana. Right. Gets banned from the league pretty much no one wants him blah 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 yeah he's like now you got football players who are abusing their kids abusing people and they're still allowed to play i'm sorry but in my in my eyes punishment doesn't fit if you are physically assaulting someone as compared to someone who uses marijuana the person who's using physical harm towards another person should not be able to play you get a much severe much much more severe. Those, those are the ones who need to get their shit together and get that stuff worked on outside of the NFL and someone who smokes pot. Yeah, I mean... I understand, like, that was affecting his performance. Like, Josh uh, Gordon, don't get me wrong, but, like, come on. He's, yeah. He wasn't hurting anyone but himself and the team, like, the team, but, like, right. wasn't physically right. hurting anyone. Right, and <clears throat> he... I, I agree, and, I mean, you know, and they do have a policy, obviously, you know, against against, like... You know, like steroids and marijuana and all sorts of substances. Which okay, and if that's the pl- you know if if those are the penalties and all that, and that's in the contract that's been agreed to by both sides. Okay, so be it. But I like you said, why are these guys that are committing acts of, of violence and and domestic violence? Why are they only getting like a f- like a few a few games off? What, what yeah, what sickens me is. That's who you still want representing your football team, like your league. Yeah, that's those are the faces of people you want playing in the NFL. People who are beating and physically abusing other people. No, Roger Goodell's got to get his head out of his ass. He needs to be more. He, he's. I'm sorry, but he's a joke. He's a joke, and he's more concerned about Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. It's like his biggest concern. Yeah, and he, he just. I'm sorry, but he, the guy makes like thirty some million dollars a year to basically do nothing, and you know he he has his priorities all wrong, and I get it. He wants to have ratings and all that stuff, but dude, it's like, you know, you already had your debacle. Like you you couldn't, they couldn't even figure out like how to handle the kneeling thing. They couldn't figure out how they're gonna how they're gonna handle the domestic violence thing still. Still, they still they still haven't figured out how to do this. You, the violence, they, they, they but they've got everything out. else figured but, out. Yeah, but they have the marijuana thing figured out. I don't get. I'll never understand. Like I get it. Like I said, I get it. Marijuana is illegal in like almost every state. Yeah, I get it. So therefore, it's on the ban list. Okay. okay. But I, I, in this point, it's not only even that. It's the fact that like, it's a, it's a. I've, to me, it's it's a representation 
It's it's it's, it's NFL is a company. Yeah. Yes. So I get it. Yeah, drugs bad, and plus drugs are illegal. Beating someone bad, physically assaulting someone is illegal. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You kind of you yeah. kind of looking at me. So. Oh no, sorry. Um. Yeah. So why do you want those types of players who are committing these things to be the face of your company? Yes. Why would you want that? You wouldn't. But I don't care if they're you, talented. You know, they need to. The way they look at it, though, is people, and this is true. People forgive and forget. That's that's such bullshit in my eyes. And, like, that's, but the, the thing about it. I'm like, not saying what you're saying yeah. is bullshit. I'm saying that concept is but bullshit look at it, like, for like, the NFL like, like Adrian, or any other sport. Adrian Peterson got suspended a long time for for disciplining his kid with like a with like a stick. Mm-hmm. Um, he like you know he got it and just smacked his son son's yeah, rear yeah. end you know with that and um, you know he got a long time off. Okay, I feel like they actually handled that situation good. I felt that because they suspended him for a long time. Mm-hmm. I said, all right, man, you know, you can come back, you know. And it was it was either like the next year or it was like very, very late in the year. Yeah. That one I was like, okay, because he took his discipline with the child too far. You know, um, I don't think he would purposely try to, you know, commit domestic violence. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, they still viewed it as that. And I feel that they and – he, and he's been fine since then. Yeah. He's had no incidents past then. And, you know, and I mean, he's towards the end of his career, but he, I mean, Adrian Peterson stole, in my eyes, still probably one of the best running backs to ever play. When he first started, he yeah. took off quick. Yeah. And he's, he's a, he's a beast. But then look, look back at the Ray Rice situation. There were, I think, he slugged that woman. He threw, he picked her up and threw her. I know. His wife. He, it's all caught on camera. And then, you know, the NFL has the audacity to give him another chance. And I mean, I don't get into his personal life. I don't know his personal life, but his wife said, like water under the bridge, whatever. Well, fuck that, dude. You know what? You know why she said that? Because he has all the money. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why. Bullshit. That's why. That's what. That's what it was. Oh, if you fucking slug me, we're done. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, but I mean, and the only reason, and they were gonna let him get away with it, almost. I think. But and well, but then but then event but I mean the Ravens, the Ravens um wisened up. And a lot of people have accused the Ravens organization of basically just having just criminals on their team, and just letting the, letting those guys, sli- thing? yeah, just letting them letting their players slide and get away with stuff. So that was a bad look, I think, on the Ravens too, because like up until they let him go, I mean, mm-hmm. I think what saved him is they 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 cut him, which yeah. I don't think they would have, but there was such a backlash, like, all right, yeah, you're done. So I think the it kind shouldn't of have to take them, that backlash for you to be like, dude. I agree. I if that got a whiff of one of my players, no matter what, hitting someone, like you're done. Yeah. You you go take care of your personal life. You're a distraction. Get right. out of here. And I think too, like if there was like say criminal charges like against that person, mm-hmm. let that play out before you make a final decision. And then if they're like, oh, yeah, you know what? It was in self-defense, whatever. Like, he, he, did, he didn't do anything wrong. He did everything right. All right, then, you know what? You were proved that you were in self-defense. You're doing it self-defense, mm-hmm. and, you know, but, you know, maybe you need to hang around with better people or whatever whatever it might be, or maybe you shouldn't have, maybe, sh- you know what I mean? Maybe you shouldn't be hanging out with um, this certain person if they're drinking or whatever the case is. But Right, but, the, but what it all general, comes down to, is if you know that player has a history, right? If it's a history, out, outside I agree. I agree of if it's football, a history. 
or even inside. I'm sorry, I shouldn't. Let me backtrack. If you know a player, no matter what sport, has a history of X, Y, and Z, and you know they could potentially be a problem, why take the risk? I understand they might be very talented, but you are also going to come across a ton of other issues. We had J.R. Smith, who we knew that was going to be a problem coming from the Knicks. He had issues over at the Knicks. Like, I, I don't know. To me, I mean, I'm not, I, much, I I'm not get... much of a person to take too many risks, but that is a for certain no. Right. Like, I would not but take someone who's got some legal is, issues going on. I understand I, I they're will, talented. I will I will give defense to J.R. Smith because when he was here, he did not act up, and he was a productive member of – What's it like this past season? Right, but he's not on the, he's not on the, he's not on the Cavs anymore. I know, but like the whole – beef he had with like he got that supreme tattoo and he was like no i'm not gonna cover it up and he's just being yeah completely being ridiculous difficult. about it yeah. but, but i understand um, go ahead sorry but yeah but i'm saying like for the most part while i was here maybe it's been until the very end <clears> when, they, when they get rid of him you know he was uh he was he was a productive member of the community and except for that shot <laughs> or that <laughs> except for what what was that uh he tried to pet. He passed the ball to LeBron. Oh yeah, that was again. That was towards the very end. <laughs> Not so productive there. Yeah, but, but that was I on the court. But yeah, but that was a bonehead move. But um, but yeah, like he was. I mean, he was fine. And I mean, I don't know if that's because you know maybe LeBron. I don't know. I mean, I know LeBron tends to take people under his wing. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what he did. But I mean, when he was here, he was fine. So that I was fine with, and he was fine when he was here. So. Speaking speaking of LeBron really quick, there's this rumor that was spreading really fast because Kyrie Irving apparently called LeBron to apologize about what he did. Yeah, yeah, they had dinner and stuff, and Kevin loved it too. Yeah, so he apologized. He's like, look, I was just – I was young, and I thought I could do X, Y, and Z, and LeBron's like, all right, fine. And everyone's like, dude, he's, he's going to leave the Celtics. They're going to join up again. I'm like, so, so they can't just, like, rekindle and just yeah. hash it out and be fine? You have to automatically assume they're going to be teammates again, yeah. which I think would be kind of cool. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, follow basketball too much. Yeah, I, I don't either. I think that the whole league's just a monopoly of the Warriors. So. <laughs> I, I mean, I want to see them win like eight years in a row. I'm sorry. Just change it up. A lot of that's like how, what people say about the Patriots, but. Yeah, but that's the thing the, about there's the a pay- difference. That's a difference because like football is a much more challenging sport. Like as my, far mine as was winning. more of like how many Super Bowls Patriots get, and then how many NBA championships the Warriors get. I mean, you can't like I said, and I and I am I let me tell you something. I like good football. I like good basketball, even though there's like no good basketball right now. But <laughs> um, and I like good baseball. But I don't know. Like the Patriots, just like. They just always find a way to win. I mean, yeah, I can see why everyone doesn't like them, but I mean, I'm not gonna say that like they're one of my favorite teams because I really only have one team, and that's the Browns. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I can't say I hate them because they're good, and Bill Belichick's a genius, and yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, so but yeah, going back to like the whole like us like violence thing, I wanted to bring up too, um, Joe Mixon, who's a running back for the. Um, for the Bengals, when he got drafted, I think two or three years ago, um, this guy had several character issues. One being like he had, um, he had like already like beaten a woman or something at one point. It was like that. I'm pretty sure it was that. 
And they. So and, then how do you even make it to the draft? Right, and he he somehow he got drafted. I think he got drafted in either the late, the late first round, the Bengals. Um, is either the late first round or is the early second round? He got drafted. He so he got drafted very very high, and um, again they look past those. And he had a and he had a history of violence. So just they they look past it because they want the talent. They could give a shit. Right. That's what makes me. And then they're like, ah, you know what? He'll get paid a lot of money and he'll leave that all behind him, or we'll uh, we'll have someone to keep an eye on him or something like that. You know, and that's what they think. Yeah. Which let me tell you something. You can you can try to take that person away from the bad influence, Mm -hmm. but you can't take it out of them. You know. Oh right, for sure. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um. Yeah. I mean, I just I think I mean and, and and to me. The NFL is getting a bad rap, and a lot of people, I think, up at like the last couple of years, that people have been calling it the National Felon League. Really? Yeah, because it's like there's so many. You look at every other sport, dude. I'd have to say football is like the has like the most people in it that probably have done the most criminal things, and I would agree with that. I, well, I agree to an extent, only because it seems to be more prevalent in football, but then it's like. So, oh, I don't hear this in any other sport. And it's like, well, maybe they just do a better job at covering it up. I feel That's like, true, too. Because I know hockey has a huge cocaine issue. Hmm. From I remember reading that somewhere. They have a huge drug issue right now. Hmm. Um, or, or, like, over the past few years. Um, That's so random, but, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But in, like, baseball with the steroids and, like uh, – I, I will still say this. I think steroids are still used in all sports. I, oh, yeah, dude. I, I think there's no way. Uh, some, let's say let, let's say I was like if I'm like I'm five eleven. Let's say I was like six something, two something. You're telling me as like let's say I was like a defensive lineman. Yeah. You're telling me I'm gonna keep consistently going up guys who are like not using steroids. That's not just not happening. No. Like I would be going up against offensive linemen that are just jacked. Like, I will I will go as far as saying this. I like Francisco Lindor, but if you saw his change from two years ago to last year, is it bad? Dude, he is freaking jacked over one year. Like he was like a normal sized dude, and he got ripped and jacked over like one season. I'm like, dude, that's impossible. <laughs> that does not naturally happen, no matter how much you lift. <laughs> My favorite transition is looking at. Barry, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds when he was in the pay, the Pirates up to San Francisco. It's like, holy shit. No way this twig got that big. Yeah, no, no way. No way. Yeah, and he – yeah, Barry, Barry Bonds is a disappointment. So is Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Dude, isn't that crazy? Because those were the two I idolized growing up. I know, up. right. And then they were Sammy just Sosa sluggers, ended up and being – find out they Sammy cheating. Sosa ended up being like the biggest shitbag too. Really? Cheater. He like corked his bat too. Oh, yeah, remember I remember that. that. Mm-hmm. Cheater. I don't understand. You you work so hard to get to that league, and then you're just gonna throw it all away by cheating. I do. How do you sleep at night? I, I loved Mark McGuire, dude. Me too. I have he, a poster with him. Dude, down I had here. a shirt I used to wear all the time. I have a poster McGuire. of him down. And here I wasn't somewhere. even. A, I wasn't. I wasn't even a freaking Cardinals. Th- Cardinals fan. I mean, yeah. the Indians. I was when I was a kid. I was a diehard Indians, Indians fan. Yep. Like if you talk bad about the Indians, like I would stab you. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, was kidding. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, yeah. At, so I didn't even care. It's just I, I just I idolized him. He was such a beast. 
And but it was you know it's crazy though that whole time, everyone looks at those two guys. That whole time, you know, who was keeping up with them? Ken Griffey Jr. and that dude didn't take any steroids. You know that for sure. But look at him; he wasn't big at all. He's a small That's guy. True. I loved Ken Griffey Jr. My oh, uncle yeah. was telling me it's not hit doesn't have it's. It has to do with outfielders, not yeah. necessarily Ken Griffey Jr. But my uncle recently, he and I were talking. I love talking to him about sports. He was like, "Yeah, I remember being at this game. Uh, it was an Indians game. He, I don't remember who they were playing. He's like." But the batter on the opposing team slugged it. And it's going out towards the outfield. And I remember, he's like, I remember watching Kenny Lofton run. And he's running and running, and he just stops. And the ball kept going. And then he started up again and climbed the wall and caught the ball. And I, he's like, I just remember sitting there going, holy shit, holy shit. Like, he, yeah. just, he just climbed that wall and jumped up. And he's like, my uncle goes, I just couldn't imagine how he's thinking of the timing to get that ball. And I was Kenny, like, Kenny Lofton, to me, is like one of the best center fielders to ever play. Yeah. Like dude's a legend. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, speed. I mean, I know like I know like Mickey, I know like Mickey Mantle is like probably like the best, pretty much. But I mean, it's pretty hard to compare to him. But like as an outfielder, but yeah. like Kenny Lofton, like speed wise and jumping, I don't think there's really that many people that could compare to him. <laughs> I'm just in general. Maybe not. I mean, stats wise, I'm sure there are better guys, but mm-hmm. just like how athletic he was. And then yeah, and then I told my uncle, I'm like, well, you remember when Austin Jackson? Went over that wall and uh, oh yeah, dude. No, it was Austin uh, Davis. I thought. No. Oh, was it Austin Jackson, or was it Davis? No, it was Austin Jackson. Oh, was that against the Red Sox? Right. Yeah, he, were, dude, he that, went right over that bullpen. Dude, that is one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. That in my was whole sweet. Life. I remember just watching it. And the next thing you know, he's over the fence. I'm like, holy shit, dude! I dude, I was watching that game. Mm-hmm. I was I was I haven't done that in a while. I haven't probably <laughs> done it since. I was jumping up and down. I couldn't believe it. Like, even if that wasn't an Indians player, I would have been freaking out. I'm like, that's like one of the best catches I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah, like, it was so good. <coughs> so like, good, great, like great, Ow. great baseball like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love watching Those that. Plays like that. Yeah, like even is... like even the Red Sox fans are like diehard hate every team except for the Red Sox. <laughs> freaking, were applauding him. I mean, like that's a great catch. Yeah. The um, what I think, and you know, I'm not. I don't remember throughout the years, but what I think is really cool is like, look at that, the shortstops we've had. Like, I, I just, I think it's really cool that like we had Omar Vizquel who was phenomenal. Dude, and he now got we have screwed, man. Now we have Francisco Lindor who's like, I feel like right there next to Omar. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yes. But would you th- say Omar I, got screwed? Yeah, dude. He didn't get, he didn't get into the hall of fame. He was up for it this year, and he got oh. passed over. And that and that guy, that guy definitely did not use steroids at all. That guy, was sure. just, that guy was just a flat out beast. I just watched this video, and it sucks. I can't show people what happened. I just watched this video of Omar Vizquel teaching kids in like I think uh, Puerto Rico mm-hmm. how to like. <laughs> it was the coolest thing. He's standing there, and he tosses the ball to someone. He's waiting. He's like, you know, catching the. He's like patting the glove and all stuff, and he goes, "All right." I don't know. He's, he's using, you know, yeah. he's speaking his, his native language, and the ball comes and he just catches it and goes, yeah. And he catches it and at, right as he catches it, he gets it right into his hand, his yeah. op- opposite hand, gets ready to throw. And I'm like, this I don't know who incredible. else could just do that. Is yeah. is amazing. Yeah, I would. I, would I wish I'll show you the video after. I, I would. I still. I mean, there are a lot of great <laughs> shortstops. He'd have to be like top five easily. Oh yeah, like ever. To ever play, I mean the guy. The guy, 
I forget. They were going over his numbers for how long he was in the league. Like he was in the league like twenty five years, and they said like his numbers for how for like how long he was in the league. They go like they incredible. So mm-hmm. even though obviously he peaked and went down, I mean, still yeah. Yeah, but that dude Omar was the best. <coughs> Stop anything. They said they said he only committed like an <coughs> average like maybe one or two errors a year or something. Like that's insane. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Um. So moving to the Indians now that we're talking about them. The current Indians. This off season, to me, <laughs> a disaster. It's been a shit show. The debacle. Debacle of a team. And I've been saying this. They peaked pretty much in their year that they went to the World Series, and I just feel like it's just been downhill. This whole offseason, I've been like on the edge of my seat trying to figure out, find out what they're going to do with Kluber. And they've and been signing these nobodies. Yeah, and now they're like, oh, yeah, I don't think we're going to do anything with Kluber. We're just going to keep him. I'm like, okay, why did it take you that long? I know I understand it's a process, but like, this is ridiculous. And I think it would have been really stupid if he would have gone to San Diego. I think it would have been a waste of time for him. I agree. I agree. Why, why would. Dude, I don't know. I'm just I'm just sitting here shaking my every, head. Every every sport has a team where it's like, why? I think they're just there to fill in shoes. Like, and that's how I feel about the Padres. That's how I feel about the Utah Jazz. That's how I feel <laughs> about whoever in bas- or whoever in uh, the NFL. Uh, I don't know. And then hockey. <laughs> the Browns were there for a while. You could argue. <laughs> I was gonna say the Browns or the or the Jaguars. This, they were the this Jaguars. Past season it was, it was pretty decent, but yeah. Um. Yeah, so then they get rid of or so Jan Gomes is gone. We got Carlos Santana back, whatever. I'm I'm still on the fence about that one. For some godforsaken reason we have Jason Kipnis. Still don't understand that. Yeah. We got rid of Josh Tomlin, which I have been bitching about for two years now. Yep. And then I came to my parents' house the other day and the the first thing that's on the front page of the sports Danny Zalzar is working his way to be in the bullpen. And I was like, just get rid of him. Dude, he's just been working his way to get him. in there for four years. Just at the I'm frustrated because like the dude clearly is just injury prone. He's had a sore shoulder for two years. No. Just get so rid of him. Yeah, get rid of him. I, I know he has that potential, but he's he's too injury prone. He's he's a wasted spot on the roster. Yeah. Get someone else. The most excited I've been about this offseason is knowing that we got rid of Josh Tomlin. <laughs> yeah. What a bum. Dude, they showed the guys that they got rid of. I was like, who did we get? I, we got two that, nobodies. That catcher from New York. The Mets. Who's yeah, not even Mets, good. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, oh, my Do you remember God. his average? It was like a 200. Nice. I'm like, just wow. What we know, just when, what we need is another batter, another catcher that can't bat. That's lovely. Yeah. So the and then they're like, oh, we got Carlos Santana back. Welcome back. And they're making this big deal. I'm like, that dude strikes out every other at bat. What are you cheering about? <laughs> oh, well, he gets a lot of walks. Oh, he gets a lot of walks. What a loser mentality. <laughs> he gets a lot of walks. Oh, so he doesn't get that many extra base hits. All right. Awesome. Dude, he reminds me so much of Mike Napoli because they both just swung for the oh, fences. Oh, my, yeah. His swing is ugly, too. Oh, it's terrible. It looks like, it looks like he's like... Trying to like, like it's like he's a lumberjack and trees about to tip over, so he kind of like reaches out to hit it, but so it doesn't fall on him. Like that's isn't, what it looks like. Isn't he also a switchy? Yeah, he might as well just not even be a switch. Like, 
He isn't might as well. Isn't he a, yeah, he is. So then, like, people are stoked. Like, oh, yeah, we got, like, a. Switch cool, we'll strike him out. Uh, we'll strike him out <laughs> okay, on both sides. We also have two other switch handers, which is Lindor and Ramirez, that can actually hit something. Like I, like I was telling you, you can't, in baseball, you can't just circle the whole team around two guys. You need every position to be at least good, if not above average. I just, dude, I, I just, I don't get it's it. It's frustrating. They're, 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 they're so in on Lindor and Ramirez that they're freaking about, there's a whole, there's, there's several other positions on the field you got to worry about. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll so have wait, Perez. So, and, so now that Donaldson's gone, does that mean worse? As, do you think Kidness will play second again? Yeah, probably. Christ. Christ on a cracker. <laughs> I was going to say on a cross, but whatever. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, that guy cannot. That dude couldn't catch a cold. That dude could. <laughs> I was so stoked when he got sent to Akron, the rubber ducks. I was like, just keep him there. Yeah. But they're like, no, it's just they, an well, injury they, stint. They, He'll they, come they, back. They screwed him. They screwed themselves because they gave him all that money. Okay. I remember he was. I remember last year he was all worried. They were interviewed him. He's like, I thought for sure I was gonna get traded. I was like, I did too, and I hoped that they were gonna trade you, dude. <laughs> Give this. Yeah. He's like. He's like. I was just nervous. He's like, he's like, cause I know I've been doing well. I'm like, yeah, no kidding, dude. And that I, dude, that dude has not lived up to his hype at all. I'm like, dude, they thought he was gonna be like the next freaking big, big thing, back when he was young. When he like just know. got on the Indians, I remember that. No. So I just got this. The reason I made that face is because I just got this Bleacher Report update. The Phil, the Phillies, are emerging as a favorite to land Bryce Harper. Hmm. The Phillies. Well, yeah, when you get rid of a useless guy's contract like Carlos Santana, that'll Freeze open up, up, some cap that'll space. up a lot of cap space. Oh, man. I feel, like a, I feel like, though, that they, the Phillies are kind of that team where they sign everyone out of their prime. So, you think? Yeah. You know who's looking at Craig Kimbrell? Hmm. The Braves. Hmm. Braves are actually good, though. Yeah, what's those two kids? They got this one kid over there. It's really good. I can't remember his name. I remember a few years ago they're the worst team in baseball. They won like they won like one game. What? No, I'm just oh, I was like, remember it was like, I was they, like dude, there's no way. They, they I remember they won like hardly any games. They only won like twenty games or something. Remember that like two three years ago? Yeah, they're like the one of the worst teams like to ever be in the league, and now they're like right towards the top. It's crazy. I, th- my prediction right now. Before the season starts, Indians will probably be at least five hundred. At least, maybe not. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five hundred. I'm gonna go five hundred, and they're not. They. I I just think I'd have to look at their division suck. again to I'd see what look, teams are what they're doing. Yeah. The other teams are doing the off season, right. but I don't know if they're. I don't know if they'll win, and <clears throat> maybe a wild card spot, but. They're they're not gonna win. They're they're they they're terrible. Their choice their their roster has been just the roster's decimated to me. When I and I I hate this feeling because I remember yeah. right when the Indians like got rid of like Omar and Kenny Lofton and Jim Tomey like all the like Sandy Omar like when they got rid of all those players. I remember I tried to turn a game on and I was like I don't know any of these guys. Yeah. And I remember that, and I, and I used to love the Indians, and I get was like really disappointed, and that was probably right around when I was in like fifth, sixth grade, and it took till 
they started getting good just recently for me to actually start taking them serious. Dude, <laughs> was it like halfway through last season? I remember going, who the hell are these pitchers? Yeah. They'd have these kids coming out of the bullpen. I'm like, they're like this is so-and-so from AAA. I'm like, what are who? we doing? Do we need to go that low to get some pitchers? And like just random people. I remember turning on this, this Plutko kid. I think he's getting better, but I remember going. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's this? not doing bad. I you're talking about. Yeah, and there's uh two. There's two other pitchers. I don't remember their names. There's one that's a lefty. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty clutch as a like a reliever. Can't remember his name though. Does really well. I'm in, I'm just interested to see how our aces do this year. I th- I feel I think that um. His name just slipped my mind. Um, Grasco? Cle- no, Clevenger. Oh. I think Clevenger, I think, is going to. I think Clevenger will have a really, really solid year. I have a good feeling about him, too. Yeah. I think he'll be. I have a feeling he'll be up there. Well, it's crazy to think that all like, all the all the Indians' aces last year had, like, over, I forget how many strikeouts it was. And they said it was, like, the first time in history, like, all the aces on one team had over a certain amount of strikeouts. It was, like, two hmm. or 300. It was a lot. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I. It's just weird. I don't know if you feel the same way, but like, whenever there's a starting pitcher that's on the mound, there's a certain pitcher that's on that mound where you feel comfortable. Yes. And when one that I see just like... when I see Bauer go up there, I'm like, I cringe. He's good, but like, I also he has still his moments. But I feel like I'm no baseball expert, but I also feel like there's he needs to work on control. I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I will say the last two times that I've seen him pitch, he looked like a freaking – he looked like Corey Kluber. Really? He looked like an ace. He looked like a true ace, and he and he wasn't throwing anything wild. I think the one game – I think we were at the one game last year. He, remember he had like 14 or 15 strikeouts? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess yeah. what I'm trying to say is when he's on, he's on. Oh, yeah. And like – I think he's gotten better, though. With, I, think he's, I think he's been more reliable yeah. like the last couple of years. Okay, I agree. Now I know what you're saying. Like he does, he has in the past, definitely. But, but. it's just, I think, it, it, I guess it's just probably like the way. Oh man, snowing. We a just, lot. we just looked outside. Oh, there's a ton of snow coming down right now. Anyways, <laughs> good old Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, uh, just some reason when he stands there, I'm like, I don't. He's like the one pitcher when he throws, I'm like, please be a strike. Please don't hit the batter. Please don't hit the batter. Like, really? I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I just feel like he's got this wild. Maybe it's his windup. Maybe it's his release. I don't he know. He does. Oh, geez. Everyone's pulling my phone up right now. Yeah. I, I just. I don't know. I, I, I don't have a problem with, with him, but um, I, like I said, I think he'll do fine this year. Yeah. So, real quick, uh, just want to talk about Herbal Active again. Uh, want to let you know that we still have that promo code. So, Herbal Active is a CBD extract company out of Arizona. They have a ton of different products, CBD extract products. Uh, there's different level drops that they have for different um, levels of anxiety. I personally use the 225 milligrams, three drops twice a day once in the morning once at night helps definitely helps uh clear my mind uh and helps with the anxiety and definitely the inflammation if i've ever have anything that's inflamed uh they have situational mints they have 
treats like dog treats and stuff like that stuff for dogs and they also have the e tranquility that is i get that right yeah all right the stuff for people who vape if you vape that's cool um anyways check out more of their stuff it's a really good product like seriously i my mind has been so much more peaceful since using this i am less anxious i can i I sleep well i sleep well at night i think more clearly i and matt has told me this he's even just saying this he has mentioned to me several times that that he's liked it that he's like been using it a lot so yeah i don't know you seem more focused to me so (laughs) yeah and i'm literally um i'm right now it's tough because i'm like adjusting to a new life of actually having a calm mind Hmm. like my mind has been so go 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 because of my anxiety Mm -hmm. it's it has slowed down drastically and it's just more calm and i could think straight so if you want more information go to their website www.herbalactive.com that's you are B-A-L-A-C-T-I-V dot com. Use our promo code TALK10. That's cap, all caps, T-A-L-K-1-0. All right. Back to this. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I, I'll tell you what, though. <clears throat> Indians, I, I don't know. I'll just... They're, for some reason... You know, it's, it's crazy because they're that one team for some reason that, like, I'm just always ready for them to disappoint me. <laughs> like, like, oh, is that like because you're such a Browns fan? Is it like no? And I was gonna bring that up too. Like, like the the Browns. I mean, I, I should say up until recently, I was like, well, they're gonna suck, whatever, you know. But like the Indians, it's like I always hope that they're gonna do well. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, they're gonna let you down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it happens every year. And the little voice in the back of my head is right every year. Yeah. And though actually it was funny because I was talking shit. To my one friend who's a huge um, Indians fan too, and I was like, "Dude, they are gonna suck. They're gonna be in the last place." And I said, "They are gonna be horrible." And it was crazy. That was you the year they're gonna be last. No, but this was like a few years oh, ago. Okay. I said this. Okay. And well, because the year before I said the same thing, and I was right. Mm-hmm. But then that next year, that's when they went to the World Series, and I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> like I was happy, but I was like, "It's backfiring." You know? Yeah. But I was like, "All right, it's all right, though. Like, I'm glad that they, you know, that they made it." So. But I, don't know. I, I'm like internally frustrated. Like I'm just screaming in the inside with all their because, stupid moves that they're making. This, I literally, I'm not kidding. I said this earlier in the episode. I am literally, I jump for joy when I open up Instagram and said, "Thanks so much, Josh Tomlin, for all your years." And I was like, "Oh, thank God he's gone." Yeah, dude, what a bum. He had that one good season like two or three years ago. Yeah, and, and that it was just it. went downhill. Yeah, he was, he sucked before, had a good season, then he starts sucking again. And I'm just sitting here like, all right. And everyone's like talking about Brian Shaw. Like, oh, we shouldn't have got rid of Brian Shaw last year. Getting rid of Brian Shaw is probably one of the best moves we've made. That was like when they had Bob Wickman. Everyone loved Bob Wickman. Bob Wickman's so great. And <laughs> I looked at my dad. I remember one game I went to when I was like much younger, and I looked at my dad. I go, oh, they put Bob Wickman in, huh? I go, we're up by three runs. I'm like, we should have scored like 10. <laughs> sure as shit, dude. He gives up all the runs and we get screwed, and we had to go into the extra innings, which we ended up winning. But I was what like, was, I knew it. What's that one closer? Was it Chris Perez? Mm-hmm. I'll never. He, he had I will a couple never, good seasons. Ever forget sitting there with my friends at the Indians game? I forget who. Okay, I guess I will forget. I forgot who they were playing, but I remember he came out to close it. We were up, I think, like six to three. And he once he once he entered that field. The whole arena booed him because they knew what the fuck was going to happen. 
<laughs> get no way. You lost seven to six. Wow. Something like that. Something I know. I don't remember the exact score, but we he bombed it within like five or six pitches. He bombed it, and I just I sat there going, "Why would you put him in? Yeah. Put in someone else who can do it." And, that, and that's that's a front office thing with them getting it, but I think it's also coaching a coaching decision too. Yeah. Well, that and was before Tito. So I will say though, like as much as I like Tito, like especially last year, I feel that. I didn't like how he coached last year. Um, you didn't like it? No. I I am interested to see. Two years see. ago and three years ago I, I did, but last year I didn't. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, you might have, a, obviously, a different opinion than I do. I would have kept um, Cody Allen. I would have kept Cody Allen, too. I would have gotten rid of Brad Hand, honestly. Really? Yes. I would have kept Brad Hand. Really? I would have kept them both. I don't know. There was just something about him I didn't like. And was, was Brad Hand the one that's really good, or is he the one that's kind of shaky? Because he was. I think I personally think he's kind of shaky. He's Who was the guy they kept? Because they got them both from the Padres, right? The two guys. It was Brad Hand and then the other guy. I forget who the other guy was. Yeah, I, I don't fully remember, but yeah. Um. And Cody Allen's with the Angels. Hmm. So good for them, I guess. Yeah. Good for him too. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, the way that the, how I see the front office is running the team right now, I wouldn't want to be there either. Hey, I would have. All right, so I would have loved to have kept Cody Allen, but at the same time, he frustrates me. Like he, I remember he's he had, not like he's a average closer. He's really okay. I don't know where I'm going with this. He's good, but he's not like. Mariano Rivera, good. Like, yeah, oh, he's just, yeah. He, well, he's not consistent enough. He's just shaky. Yeah. I feel like all – I feel like just ever since I can remember all those – like all the guys that they had for closing were all shaky, except for like Miller for like a little bit. But, dude, that dude that dude just fell off the map. We're talking about going downhill. That dude went off. That dude fell off the map. Well, everyone started realizing, you know, watching how he throws a slider – and they just, they probably just studied it and figured out how to hit it. Yeah. Or he started blowing games last year, and then he's injured. And I'm like, yeah, we don't need this guy anymore. Enough. Is he? Is he? He's gone, right? Yes. I think he wanted too much money. I'd be like, what for? What for? What? What'd you, you do? An inning and a half. You suck. <laughs> you suck. You're not the best good. Best pitch is a slider, and that's getting wild. So yeah, sorry. you can't even pitch with consistent. I remember before, dude, he'd throw him anywhere, and you could just turn the TV off and be like, "Well, Indians won." Now it's they, then you had to like watch, like, "Oh, please, just please just <laughs> throw a strike or don't hit him or give up a home run." Yeah, I I see. I hate wa- I hate watching baseball like that when you're like you're like, "Oh, please, just don't blow it." Like that's like the worst feeling. Yeah. Like yeah. as a baseball fan, when you. When you're trying to watch the the closer and you want your team to win, I don't care whether it's a regular season game or playoff game. There have definitely been times throughout the past few seasons where I've been watching a game, and it it's a game that actually really means something. And they bring in a closer, and I've stood up from my couch and gone, "Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> and my parents were like, "Why? Why? Why?" I'm like, "He's gonna blow it. Watch." And, and sure enough, fifty percent of the time I was right. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, like I said, ever since I was a kid, the Indians have let me down year after year after year, and I got tired of it. Mm-hmm. I got, I mean, as much, I mean, I like the Indians, but I don't love them like I used to. 
and yeah. and just year after year after year and i got i got tired of them falling short every year or sucking so and that's and that's why it's hard for me as an adult because when i was a kid i would be like i got super excited for the indians but as an adult i just kind of realized i look back i'm like they haven't done anything <laughs> They they they, <laughs> they had these great teams, but they don't go anywhere, right. or they don't win the they don't finish the season with a World Series win, mm-hmm. and it's just you get tired of it. Yeah, definitely. But uh, because we're getting coming close to running out of time, I wanted to talk about the Trevor Bauer arbitration thing. Oh how, yeah, that's how right. Funny. All right, so I'm gonna read this. So all right, so I read this report from Bleacher Report. So what I'm reading is all quotes. This is word for word quote. We usually just, don't read word for word, but this kind of well, this, we need, this is we need so it funny and ridiculous. I am going to read quote for quote this report from Bleacher Report. So this is not my words. I just want to put that out there. Trevor Bauer, this is what it says, quote, Trevor Bauer said the league's labor Rep- relations department ridiculed him for his 69 days of giving charity campaign. End quote. New quote. The campaign donated $429.69 to a different charity for 68 days and $69,420.69 to another charity on the 69th day. The labor relations lawyers argued there was a sexual connotation with 69 and that 420 is associated with marijuana use. End quote. What a load of shit. Even if it was, who cares? Come yeah. on. I do it. That's not what it was for, okay? <laughs> he probably just picked a random number. You have no – I'm sorry. You don't have any proof that's what it was. You have zero right. proof. They're the ones thinking <laughs> with their dirty minds. Exactly. If anything, it's on them that makes them look ridiculous. Makes them look like they're the one they're, – they're they were trying so hard to look into something. And, yes, even though he uses that same number multiple times, so what? 69 can mean anything to him it could just be i mean yeah i get it the first thing that came up on my mind with those two numbers i understood yeah but but you, you have no proof i i don't have any proof that's just my mind thinking too yeah you don't have proof you can't say without a doubt oh he was trying to throw sexual innuendos in there no he wasn't number one no he was not I don't know. I just i think it's funny i i you know I, and you know what this whole thing is really I, funny. you know what I, I don't care what anyone says about about uh, Bauer, I like him. Yeah, I like him. I've met him in person. He's a super nice guy, super down to earth guy. Regular dude drives drives a freaking 2013 truck, like because you met him the one day. Yeah, and that's what he was in. And I told him his tags. He needed to update his tags. But like, <laughs> I mean, other than that, I mean, the dude, the dude is he's a, he's a good guy. Um, I talked to him, real professional, real polite. Um, so, and, and the people that hate on him, like, I feel, I feel bad for, for Trevor Bauer. Cause like I said, I met him and he's super, super normal guy. Mm-hmm. So I agree, but I will say sometimes he seems a little full of himself. I follow him on Twitter. I like, think he, that's he's, like he's, an he's act hysterical. though. I think he just, he, he, he's trying to paint that till the outside world Yeah, because they want, I think he kind of wants like to instill fear kind of in people. Like he kind of just does that. So people take him more serious and he likes, he likes to, to trash talk. Yeah. My thing with him was that world series a few years ago, the, uh, the postseason. I forget mm-hmm. what team they were playing, but it was right when he cut his hand out that, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was the that, world series that droid thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, fans were heckling him as he was getting off the field. It was he was done for the night. Yeah, and they're making fun of him for 
cutting his hand, he comes out and he goes like this, like, you know, he shows like a three and one, like yeah. how, uh, how high up they were in the series. I just thought that was funny. Like go back out and like heckle the fans back. Like he wasn't yeah. going to sit there and take it. Yeah. No. The dude pitched with a bloody finger the I, whole night. I don't, I don't have any, I don't, like I said, I, I don't have anything wrong with Trevor Bauer. I like him and I'm glad he's on the Indians. Yeah. You know, the Indians piss me off all the time. <laughs> I still am glad he's on our team. Oh, that's – this is really random, but Clevenger has a weird, like, wind-up. Yeah, he does. I think I think a part of that's his hair, how long his hair is. I think it's just kind of <laughs> – I don't know. Maybe. You know, yeah. I, I heard this thing that well, – speaking of Clevenger real quick, that he basically had a choice to become either a professional skateboarder mm-hmm. or, or, that pro- or professional – Yeah, or like a professional baseball yeah, so player. The two options I read somewhere was a professional skateboarder or baseball player, and I'm glad he stuck with baseball. You can make more money doing baseball. Yeah, and I, think, I about, think I think Brady Quinn should have played baseball. I, oh, I, I forgot about yeah, that. I, yeah, look how short his career was. You can make more money too, and it's less taxing on your body. I'm interested to see this. I'm not going to really pay attention to football, but I'm going to pay attention to with the Kyler Murray. Ky, is that his name? Yeah, uh, Kyler Murray. I'm going to pay attention to see his longevity and see how far he goes. Set in turning down the at, turning down uh, the athletics. Man, we'll what a see. bold move! Like I get it; that's it, his decision. It's a very bold move. But the athletics are working their asses off to to get somewhere. I know. So, well, I think the thing is, they're they're kind of they're kind of screwed because the guy is so talented. The guy can go wherever he wants, and so obviously, are you, he, are you he, saying like if if he were to go to the athletics, he would trade me? No, if he went to athletics, he'd be like, I want to get paid like right now because they would give him obviously like a minor league deal, and he's gonna be like, no. Yeah. And actually, they were talking to um to Baker Mayfield actually about it because obviously they were both quarterbacks for the Sooners mm-hmm. for for um, Oklahoma, and Murray took over for Mayfield, and they're still they're like super good friends, and you know they were teammates at one point. So and they were at, I watched this interview and they were asking. Baker Mayfield, like what he thinks and all that. He goes, he goes, well, yeah, he goes, he doesn't want to be on the minor league team where he's got to travel, not make that much money. He has to work his way up. He has to be freaking stuck on a bus. Like, he may have to work his way up. He goes, in the NFL, guess what? You get paid all your millions of dollars up front, and you're you're already with, there's no, like, there's you know, no minor league. there's no minor league. You're at the top level right away, getting that's paid a, top that's money. That's a really good point. So that's probably why he's picking football. And how could you blame him? Even, even if he's completely terrible, he'll probably get picked in the first round. He'll probably make more money right off the bat. And so what? If he's in the league less time, at least, say, some, say he didn't go through with, with like the athletics or say that like he gets injured there or whatever, he gets he gets screwed out of several millions of dollars, whereas the pros, he'll get it up front. So he don't even have to worry that, about it. That, makes, it'll be that guaranteed. makes sense. That's a good, that's a good argument. So that that that's what Baker Mayfield pretty much said. I really have no counter to that, but and the only counter I would say was he avoids CTE risks. True, he did. I mean, it, it's but, less taxing on his body, and I mean, in the long well, term, in the long term, what, what position would he play baseball? Maybe like shortstop or second oh, okay. base. But um, so he wouldn't even come across Tommy John's, really, right? So he wouldn't have to worry about pitching. Um, but I, I I don't know. I just I think that. My counter argument to to kind of like what you were saying is the longevity. He could probably play baseball longer than he could football, but I think the money might equal out. And you know how hard it is to even if you're a first round pick, you know how hard it is to even work your way up to the pros. 
Well, unless you're like are Francisco you Lindor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that, but what's to say that he gets the? Who's to say that he even gets a starting job in football? He probably won't. Well, he might if he. Cause but, they were but talking on the other about, hand, he'll still get his money. They were talk right, but they were talking about he might if he gets drafted by the. Um, he could get drafted as early as six with the Giants, <laughs> but I. But I think they said Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State's going to get drafted there, and then so Giants. Yeah, because um, Eli Manning's just past his prime. But um, yes. and I, I think it's a good pick if they picked either one of those guys. I think <laughs> that'd be good. But they're saying Murray's probably going to go like twelve or thirteen to the um, the Dolphins, and the Dolphins have needed a quarterback forever. So I think he'd have a good ch- good shot of winning that winning that spot mm. right off the bat. I think his style, though, I think. Me personally, I don't think Murray's gonna have a long career. I think he'll have a good short boost, kind of like how RG three did, where he was real good for like the first three yeah. or four years, mm-hmm. and then he'll just. That's so. what I'm saying. Like that's that's so shitty. Mm-hmm. Just because his style, he's more of a mobile quarterback, and they just in general just tend not to, except for Michael Vick, they tend not to. Uh, mobile quarterbacks tend not to last long in the NFL because of they get beat up, yeah. and a lot of them. Their arm isn't as good because they rely their rely on their feet. So and I, uh, what's his face of the Ravens that they drafted last year? I think I think people are, teams are gonna figure him out. And towards the end of the season, they figured him really? out. Uh, the Ravens quarterback because they just got rid of Flacco. Um, they have um, what's his face now? I have no idea. Yeah, they got. Oh, I can't think of his name. He's the um guy that they drafted from Louisville, and he, he was their first round pick. Anyways, I, I can't think of his name, but. He um having a brain fart, but yeah, the team started figuring him out, and they realized he couldn't throw, and they started bringing more pressure, and he couldn't get the ball away, and they ultimately they lost to the Chargers in the first round, I believe it was the first round of the uh, playoffs. Jeez. So, well, I think that that's you you start figuring out how they run the ball with the quarterback, and you know they can't throw as well. Right there it is. Right. So. Well. I'm definitely looking. I know you say you're not that much, but I'm definitely looking forward to baseball season. I'm like, looking forward to baseball season. I'm just not I'm, looking I'm, forward. To, I mean, like even if the Indians start fucking up, I've got the Red Sox. So I'm, yeah, true. I'm totally you, fine right. with that. Right. Um. But all right, cool. Yeah. Good this long is a good talk, talk. for yeah. sure. I can't wait to start getting our sports section coming up. Yes, it's gonna be fun. So. But yeah, so this has off. been another episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>